Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. Right now, GoldCo is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how to get started today. That's HannityGold.com. All right, thanks, Scott Chatting. Glad you're with us. 42 days, you are the ultimate jury. Glad you're with us. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of this extravaganza. You know, everybody needs to know, and I, and I just read Democrats are a little nervous, and they're about to now pull back on what they really plan to do because they realize that they're lashing out in their temper tantrum and their anger is uh, just not going to go over very well with the American people, especially, you know, this this is what the Democrats are saying. Nancy Pelosi now saying we can impeach Trump every day of the week for anything he does. I'm going to press you one more time. What is your power to do this? I get the election, but you have you can get up more. You can speak out more. You can do more impeachments, things like that. Do you have enough power? Well, we can impeach him every day of the week for anything he does. Oh, we can impeach him every day of the week for anything he does. They are threatening now. It is real. And and you've got to remember, they've done this before. They have stacked the courts before this is this is not new to them i'm going through the whole history of all of this yesterday now the fact that there's been 29 times in election years where there's been vacancies that have been filled by presidents in election years oh that would be called precedent um ruth bader gator uh bader sorry ruth bader ginsburg herself said yeah fill the seat when she was talking about the 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 vacancy after Justice Scalia died. It was a friend of hers. They were friends. Clarence Thomas had glowing words for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, all 29 times when there was a vacancy, presidents filled the seat. That's what they do. Now, of the tw- of 19 of those 29, the Senate 
confirmed when it's the same party as the in the White House and in control of the Senate in the majority, 17 and 19 of those justices were confirmed in the 10 times where it was a, a president from one party and the majority in the Senate um, from another party. They only they only did two out of the 10. That's it. Actually, if you really want to be technical, one of the 10. The Democrats made the argument in 2016, but they were part of the, you know, 10 other times when you had one party in control of the Senate and one in control of the White House. So they followed precedence then, too. There's a lot of reasons why we need if you're listening to Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton and the threats that they are making as it relates to whatever shenanigans they want to be engaged in and follow, um, which is a little bit nerve wracking when you when you think about it don't ever concede this election everything they're saying should scare you they're promising to stack the courts fine you do what what's happened 29 times we're going to add another four justices and they'll all be liberal justices and you can't stop them wow now if you want the truth and you want the history it is it is straightforward and it is obvious and it's really really simple and that is that we, in all of these past incidences, what you have is the people that break the precedent are the Democrats. For example, I mentioned Miguel Estrada. Remember, filibustering appellate nominees had never happened. George W. Bush, Bush's first term, Senate Democrats, they were the ones that pioneered for the first time the use of the filibuster to block the nominees to circuit courts. That had never happened before. And they did it a lot. In the case of Miguel Estrada, you know, Dick Durbin, oh, look, he's Latino. We, he can't be allowed to reach the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, even if he's qualified, uh, because he might become a candidate for the Supreme Court, and he's Latino. You know, Democrats did the same thing. Priscilla Owens, Janice Rogers Brown, Charles Pickering, uh, William Pryor, other great jurists. We know where the term borking comes from and, and what they did to this innocent man and what they did to Clarence Thomas and what they more recently did to Justice Kavanaugh. If you want, you know, the violation of norms, that was the Democrats that have done this. You know, if you want to know why why President Trump has been able to to appoint as many judges as he's appointed with the help of Mitch McConnell, well, it's pretty simple is because in 2013, Harry Reid, again, broke with precedent and he broke the filibuster for appellate nominees and, you know, to add three seats to the D.C. Circuit. That's why he did it. So when you hear them talking about stacking the court, that's who they are. Believe them when they say it, because they will do it again. They're going to they're now they're now threatening to end the filibuster legislatively in other words you won't ever need a 60 vote threshold and other by getting rid of the legislative filibuster you know so okay well great well let's add what we're going to add another two justices we're going to add a number 13 justices barack obama calling for the same thing well what if donald trump had done any of these things they want to eliminate the electoral college if that happens let me probably predict it'll be the divided states of america because the reason for the Electoral College is that New York, New Jersey, and California can't be picking every president. And if that happens, there's going to be this whole other part of the United States of America 
that's not going to feel represented. And at that point, it's going to get ugly because they're not going to sit back and take being marginalized by left wing leftists in these in these states that have been screwed over by decades of liberal democratic rule. That won't be good for the country. We can impeach the president any time we want to impeach the president. Wow. Who would have ever thought you'd hear that from a speaker of the House, right? Well, that that's who they are. You know, there was a great piece in the New York Post today. You know, Democrats, their answer to anything they dislike is increasingly burn it all down. Well, what are, they're talking about, okay, statehood, so they would have a majority in the Senate in perpetuity, Stacking the courts and ending the legislative filibuster, eliminating the Electoral College, impeaching the president, uh, as Nancy Pelosi says, every day of the week for anything that he does, impeach the attorney general because we don't like him either. So many arrows in the ever so powerful quiver of Nancy Pelosi. By the way, these radical protesters now showing up at the home of Lindsey Graham and Senator Mitch McConnell. Why? To what? Intimidate public officials? And trying to get them, prevent them from being safe and secure in their own homes? Back to the New York Post. Constitutional revolution is going mainstream. After delivering lectures about political norms for the entirety of the Trump era, much of the left is now threatening to kneecap an important institution of American government on a partisan vote and an act of ideological vengeance. I call it a temper tantrum. If the Republican Senate confirms a Trump-appointed Uh, A Trump appointee to fill Ruth Bader Ginsburg's Supreme Court seat right before or after the election. Progressives say Democrats, if they sweep in November, they will retaliate by packing the high court. Well, this would do vastly more damage to norms and the governing structures of the country than anything President Trump has done or has said. But you got outlets like The New Yorker and Vox running pieces advocating it. None of this comes out of the blue. We, you know, why have they been so hesitant, unwilling, even even encouraging at times supporting the violence that has been going on around the country? Why? Why? You know, oh, it's not really happening. It's a myth that it's happening. No, it's not a myth. You know, Biden, by the way. Well, you know, we see what's happening. He's basically a, a ghost of a candidate. First, he had promised he would give a list of names of people, African-American women, he said, for the Supreme Court that he was going to name. Now he's now he's gone back to the bunker. He's in full hiding mode and silent when asked on the question of the Democratic plans to pack the court. Well, Joe Biden is obviously bending to the pressure of AOC, Bolshevik Bernie, um, his running mate, even more to the left of Bernie, Kamala Harris. And he's made it amply clear that during the past two years, he opposes any plan to pack the court. But now all of a sudden, you know, the court has become the official position of the AOC, Kamala Harris, Bolshevik, Bernie, Biden coalition. And now Biden is silent. It's a legitimate question. But let me tell you why I'm not going to answer that question. He doesn't answer any questions. Because if Trump's it Supreme Court all pick the focus. goes through, miraculously goes through, But you win the election and let's say the Democrats then take over the Senate, but maintain the House. Would you consider adding more Supreme Court justices to the bench? It's a legitimate question. but Let me tell you, I'm not going to answer that question because it will shift all the focus. That's what he wants. He never wants to talk about the issue at hand. He always tries to change the subject. Let's say I answer that question. 
then the whole debate's going to be, well, Biden said or didn't say. Biden said he would or wouldn't. That's going to, the, this, the discussion should be about why he is moving in a direction that's totally inconsistent with what the founders wanted. Their design, the Constitution says design, if voters get to pick the president who gets to make the pick and the Senate who gets to decide. We're in the middle of an election right now, Brittany. You know, people are voting now. By the time this Supreme Court here would be held if they hold one, would in fact, we probably, there's estimated 30 to 40% of the American people already have voted. It is a fundamental breach of constitutional principle. It must stay on that and it shouldn't happen. Right. Joe has said the exact opposite repeatedly. And the whole purpose of running is to have a free and open exchange of, of ideas and ideals and principles and opinion. You know, I never know what to expect with Mitt Romney anymore. I have no idea what's happened to him. He would have been a better president in 2012. I don't regret supporting the guy. But he's, you know, God, God only knows where Romney's going to come down. Well, now he's back on the Senate floor, and he said, yeah, he will vote on the nominee. He said, my liberal friends have over many decades gotten very used to the idea of having a liberal court. It's not written in the stars. It's appropriate for a nation that is center-right to have a court which reflects center-right points of view. Wow. The president is said to be leaning towards Amy Coney Barrett. I've gone over. I mean, this I, I, her life story is fascinating to me, actually. Uh, I guarantee you, well, they're going to make a big deal like Diane Feinstein already once made a big deal over the fact that she's, you know, a a a, a practicing Roman Catholic. You know, it's uh, well, so is Joe Biden and so is Nancy Pelosi. All right, their positions on abortion differ very differ greatly from what church doctrine teachings are, uh, but they don't question. You know, why are we now questioning this woman's faith? You know, do you have the ability to separate your faith from your judicial decisions? What she said on abortion is true. She has kind of pretty much a precedent. It's not going to be overturned in my lifetime. I'm very clear about that. And by the way, what people don't know this this abortion scare which is the typical attack, you know, back alley abortions is what Ted Kennedy said about Robert Bork and segregated lunch counters. Well, if anybody knows anything about the law, you would know that even if a court, which I don't think will ever happen in our lifetime, were to overturn Roe v. Wade, yet that doesn't make abortion illegal. It sends the issue back to the state's concept, little known concept, I guess, among Democrats called federalism. Let the states decide. Enumerated powers, those not enumerated, et cetera, et cetera. Not something Joe would know. Uh, McConnell warning of, of Schumer's dirty tricks. Schumer is, is just lying. By the way, the RNC ran a brutal ad of Democrats demanding Supreme Court seats be filled in election years. The very people that are now saying you can't fill a seat during an election year. It's happened 29 times. And by the way, as Lindsey Graham said, after Kavanaugh, all bets are off, as it should be. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it. Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. 
Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. No four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Now, Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. The average family saves close to $1,000 a year. So let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. It's simple, it's fast, it's easy. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. So Joe Biden uh, torpedoes uh, the headline on media. I Bernie Sanders in a pitch to Wisconsin voters worried about socialism. I beat the socialist. Uh, yeah. Then you went into a Bolshevik Bernie Joe Biden manifesto that adopted all of his his crazy socialist policies and said uh, pledged trillions for AOC's new Green Deal madness and said your plan goes even further um, and then, of course, you partner with Kamala Harris to the left of Bolshevik Bernie, you know, the woman that wants to end and eliminate all choice for health care. No, no more private health care plans. She would eliminate them. The one that co-sponsored in the Senate, Medicare for all. That's Bernie Bolshevik Bernie's plan that co-sponsored the new Green Deal in the U.S. Senate. Yep, that's that's Kamala Harris. And now we also know the same Kamala Harris that supports the idea of stacking the courts with justices. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure you've done a great job of running away from Bernie here. Well, you know what that's going to do? It's probably going to piss Bernie off. And just like, you know, you can hear like you heard it last week with AOC. She's like holding her nose. We know he's an empty vessel, but we know we can control him. That's pretty much what she's saying. Democrats, their answer now is to change everything. Institutional precedent, it doesn't matter. They're radicalized. This is why in 42 days it matters. It's a tipping point. 
if their stated policies are implemented, that means the Bolshevik Bernie Biden manifesto, the AOC Green New Deal and Joe's plan that goes further. You know, the, oh, we can get rid of guns by executive order, says Kamala Harris. Uh, getting rid of the Electoral College, stacking the court, ending the legislative filibuster, impeaching, uh, you know, a president on a whim. Um, it will be a country that becomes unrecognizable if they just do what they say they're going to do. Their stated plans will continue. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. No four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Now, Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. The average family saves close to $1,000 a year. So let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. It's simple, it's fast, it's easy. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You know, personal safety for you and your family is a year-round priority. If you have not developed a plan, put buying Burner, the less lethal pistol, at the top of your 2024 resolution list. Now, that's Burner. You spell it B-Y-R-N-A. Now, when you're looking for protection, you need a reliable tool that can send potential threats running in the opposite direction. Burner is the answer. Now, I personally own several Burner launchers. Now, they're legal in all 50 states, and Burner can ship their less lethal pistols and rifles directly to your door. As a responsible gun owner, guess what? You need to strategically rethink your approach on the use of force. We need to be smart by starting with less lethal and determining if we need to elevate our use of force to stop a particular threat. A burner is proudly American. It's manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner, B-Y-R-N-A.com slash Hannity right now. You'll get 10% off on your purchase. Now choose burner for peace of mind and the protection of you and your family. That's B-Y-R-N-A.com slash Hannity. Live free or die, America, the world on the brink. 40% off Amazon.com. Deep discounts, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Costco's, Walmart, and Target. Great stores. I love when people save money. That, for me, is the hardest part about doing a book, too. I, I hate asking people to buy something. I just don't want to do it. Linda can tell you we have been pitched 
and pitched and pitched how many times over the years to, well, let's do this shirt. Let's do these hats. Let's do, I just don't want to do it. Yeah, you and hate that. It's not my thing. And that, that's mm -hmm. one of the main, another main reason I didn't want to do a book. But I gave, you know, the last book I was able to give a lot of money to charity and I gave it all to charity, all the profits of it, all of it. You know, after expenses, you got to pay for editors because I can't spell. Anybody that knows me knows I'm dead without spell check. Um, and I can't, and my punctuation, forget it. I mean, it's just gone. Oh I have little slight, you're laughing because it's true. You know, I have little well, dys I just, dyslexic big, tendencies. Honestly, I think it, if I was No, in you have today, dyslexia 100%. You have. Yeah, I think I do. And I could just tell. And then, you know, sometimes you see words jumbled together a little bit. Yeah. And I think probably that's ADHD. That's happened to you for many years. Yeah. I don't um, think you have ADHD. I think you're very focused. But I, I just think when the words are jumping in front of each other and backwards and forwards, it's it's hard. <laughs> exactly. You know. Which is why doing the book is so hard. It is but so hard. But who cares? I mean, the message of the book was amazing, and that's really well, all that matters. I, I don't think it, anybody's it, going to yell well, at you. I didn't know how right I was over a year ago at <sighs> what was going to be at stake. I'm, I'm more right than I knew. I wish I was wrong. I wish wrong. you weren't. Yeah, I wish you weren't. Stacking the courts, statehood for D.C., Puerto Rico, Samoa, anywhere they can, they get, they think the Democrats think they will get, you know, a majority in the Senate in perpetuity, ending the legislative filibuster, eliminating the electoral college, impeaching the president. We can impeach him anytime we want for anything, Nancy Pelosi saying. Many arrows in the quiver, peach bar. You know, it's not, by the way, it's, it's always in conjunction with the media mob because they are one. They're tied at the hip. It's state-run television, state-run newspapers, state-run networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, state-run cable channels, fake news, CNN, and uh, Mr. Potato Head's network, and Humpty Dumpty's network. And then it's state-run uh, MSDNC, the conspiracy channel. Poor Roswell Rachel, did you hear the other night that apparently she showed kids in cages and said it was Donald Trump and turned out to be Obama's? From, the, from Obama's years. Well, now over at Fake News CNN, um, you got Don Lemon. I met Don Lemon once or twice, nice in person. Everyone's nice to me in person. And he goes, I, you know, we're going to have to blow up the entire system. You know, he's talking to Chris Cuomo, I guess. I, I, I don't know about that, Cuomo said. Yeah, you know, you know we're going to have to do it, he said. Cuomo said, all right, to his credit, you got just got to go vote. Okay, Lemon's pressed. Honestly, from what your closing argument is, you're going to have to get rid of the Electoral College. Cuomo said he didn't see it. Anyway, then Lemon just continues on, suggesting he wants the Democratic nominee Joe Biden to pack the Supreme Court. Joe Biden won't answer that question. I'm not going to answer that question. Well, he doesn't answer any questions. At what point are we going to start demanding answers? Anyway, and if Democrats... Okay, now you're going to stack the courts. You're going to get rid of the Electoral College. Um, okay, well, what do you think? How, how do you think all those red states in the middle of the country are going to react to getting rid of the Electoral College, meaning New York, New Jersey, uh, let's see, Illinois, California, Oregon, and Washington State get to what? Pick every president? I don't think those states are going to stand idly by cause, uh, and just accept this blowing up of the system, to use their words. And if Democrats, if Joe Biden wins, Democrats can stack the courts. They can do th that amendment and they can get it.
passed, you know, oh, by the way, somewhat oblivious to the process of what it takes to ratify the Constitution, but put that aside for a second. You know, Cuomo actually had to say, yeah, you'd need a two-thirds vote in the Congress, three-quarters of the state legislatures. Um, they may be able to do that. Maybe it's a tall order. Okay. But you see, they're in sync. They, they, they speak as one. So the president had a meeting with Amy Coney Barrett. Her life story is incredible. I found incredible. Been reading a lot about her, reading a lot about Barbara LaGoya. Um, hasn't had as much time on the federal bench. She was on the Florida Supreme Court. Uh, she believes in originalism, constitutionalism, uh, as does Amy Coney Barrett, um, on the issue which I know Democrats always go to the same playbook. They do it every single solitary time. It doesn't matter who the nominee is. It's, it's sort of like with Robert Bork. Robert, well, you know, we have Ted Kennedy. Look, listen, to the, listen to how vicious Ted Kennedy lying through his teeth about and assassinating the character of Robert Bork. Robert Bork's America is a land in which women would be forced into back alley abortions. Blacks would sit at segregated lunch counters. Rogue police could break down citizens' doors in midnight raids. And school children could not be taught about evolution. Writers and artists would be censured at the whim of government. All a lie. Republicans don't do this to Democratic nominees. Look at what they put Clarence Thomas, I think one of the best justices in the history of the court. And I love that him and Scalia had such different styles. It fascinates me. I got the chance to interview Justice Thomas, I probably has the best, most infectious laugh you've ever heard in your life. If you want to read a great book about somebody's life, My Grandfather's Son by Clarence Thomas. Oh, love that book. I need to go back and read it again. And, you know, it brought him to this point in the hearings, and it was so powerful, him fighting back. This is a circus. It's a national disgrace. And from my standpoint... As a black American, as far as I'm concerned, it is a high-tech lynching for uppity blacks who in any way deign to think for themselves, to do for themselves, to have different ideas. And it is a message that unless you kowtow to an old order, this is what will happen to you. You will be lynched, destroyed, caricatured, by a committee of the U.S. U.S. Senate rather than hung from a tree. Wow. Sad what they'd put him and his family through. Jenny Thomas is a wonderful lady. His wife, I know her well. She's a great lady. Sad. I, I don't think Justice Kavanaugh, after what we watched, I don't think he'll ever be the same again. I, had, I don't think he was ready for what they did to this man and his young daughters and his family. Amy Coney uh, Barrett has what? She has five, she has seven kids. Two kids, I think, she adopted from Haiti. Pretty amazing. Um, she, you know, she wrote about Roe in a twenty book or comment. She, I don't, I don't think the core case Roe's holding that women have a right to abortion. I don't, I don't think that's changing. I think the question of whether people can get late-term abortions, how many restrictions would be put on clinics. I do think that will change. In other words, look at Governor Northam's comments. I never thought we'd have to deal with that. She did post uh, a blog in 2018. Uh, remember, she went to Notre Dame 
and um, an article with a Notre Dame professor in the Marquette Law Review that argued that Catholic justices should be allowed to recuse themselves on cases involving abortion or the death penalty. That, now, by the way, that would be in full keeping with religious liberty and religious freedom. Um, and I, I would think there's a, a certain honesty to that. Um, but, you know, Diane Feinstein was brutal to her faith. I'll, I'll play it later in the program today. She also said she, be, again, she believes it's unlikely Roe v. Wade would be overturned. Doesn't see it as super precedent like Marbury versus Madison. She advocated uh, an article in 2003 about a more flexible application uh, as it relates to the principle of respecting precedent in court cases. And so, you know, they're, they're, go, they're, they're going you know to go after on. They're going to go after on the issue of her faith, because that's exactly what Diane Feinstein brutalized in her her last confirmation hearing. 2016, Indiana law passed a requirement that fetal remains be buried or cremated after an abortion. Some judges found the law unconstitutional. She voted in favor of rehearing the case. She was outnumbered. The Supreme Court there in Indiana reinstated the Indiana law. Uh, 2019 voted to rehear a panel's ruling that upheld a challenge to another Republican-backed Indiana abortion law to rehear a case. And that measure would require that parents be notified when a girl under 18 is seeking an abortion, even in institutions which she has a a court to provide consent instead of parents. Again, voting to rehear the case. There are legal issues in play. Let's listen to the case. Uh, New York Times wrote a piece on her credentials in her confirmation hearing in 2017. Judge Barrett repeatedly stated she'd follow Supreme Court precedent on abortion as an appeals court judge. And she's been, you know, wary of broad interpretations of abortion rights. She wrote a dissenting opinion once expressing skepticism about a ruling that held unconstitutional an Indiana law banning abortion sought solely because of the sex or disability of a fetus. She followed Supreme Court precedent last year in a second case concerning abortion, voting to uphold the Chicago law shielding women entering abortion clinics from unwelcome interactions with protesters. So she upheld the law in in Chicago, shielding women entering abortion clinics from, you know, unwelcome interactions of protesters and, and counselors, identical to the one the Supreme Court upheld in 2000. He'll be uh, Colorado. Uh, all legal scholars say, based on our opinions in the appeals court, she's, you know, have been models of judicial craftsmanship. Smart reason, not flashy. One observer, the observer noted the framework of Roe essentially permitted abortion on demand. Roe recognizes no state interest in the life of the fetus. Um, she doesn't believe in overturning Roe v. Wade. Okay, she also believes in the Second Amendment. She indicated support for gun rights in a March 2019 dissenting opinion, part of a three-judge panel that considered a challenge to federal laws that bar people, that bars people, People convicted of felonies from owning firearms. They had considered a challenge to the federal law, and she was part of that panel. She said absent the man being violent, permanently disqualifying somebody from owning a gun would be a violation of the Second Amendment. History is consistent with common sense, demonstrates that legislatures have the power to prohibit dangerous people from possessing guns. She recognizes that. 
that power extends only to people who are dangerous. Okay, you didn't pay a parking ticket and it turned you into a felon or something, you know, on immigration. Um, she said in a dissenting opinion that she would have let one of Trump's hardline immigration policies go forward in Illinois. Okay, that would be basically upholding the law. Um, but very much in the mainstream. Now, she is a constitutionalist. That's, that's what is not liked at all by the left. If I had to guess, this is where it seems, according to all the reports, that this might be headed. Anyway, uh, Republicans now, Mitt Romney, Cory Gardner. Cory Gardner was an act of courage. In my view, he's in a very tough race in Colorado. I think Cory Gardner is like one of the more understated, talented senators in the entire country. Very, very interesting guy. We're going to have Martha McSally on the program later. Um, Lindsey Graham says he has the votes to confirm new justice before Election Day, and that's going to move forward. Um, uh, Cory Gardner, now Mitt Romney, Senator Grassley, Joni Ernst, they're they're all going to do their role of advice and consent. Amy Klobuchar was mocked for a tweet inadvertently arguing Trump should fill the Supreme Court vacancy. Whoopsie-daisy. As I said, the president met with um, Amy uh, Coney Barrett yesterday. Protesters write Ginsburg's dying wish in front of McConnell's house. You know, this this intimidation thing that's going on for conservatives and restaurants now going to their homes. This is not going to end well. I would never want any conservative showing up at any liberal's house ever. It's not your place. People are entitled to privacy. Blow up the system, they're saying, on fake news CNN. Wow. I mean, this this whole temper tantrum of the left is scary. You got another fake news CNN, the dumbest lawyer on TV, Jeffrey Tubin, calling Democrats wimps, saying they'll fail to keep Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat empty and people should take to the streets. Wow, pretty scary. Democrats trying to tamp down on threats to... Pack the high court, you know, just just keep it quiet. We'll do it, but just don't tell anybody anymore. Well, okay, we'll see. This is how radical this party has come. Kamala Harris open to the idea of packing Supreme Court to shift the balance away from conservatives. She's saying what she believes. She is more leftist than than Bolshevik Bernie. I mean, it's uh, unbelievable. They're going to try and scare everybody. That's what it's going to be. This is now... Assuming it's Miss Barrett, assuming it's anybody, this is now their tactic. This is what they will do. That is pretty much a guarantee. They've telegraphed it. They're saying it. They're angry. They're throwing a temper tantrum. And now Mitch McConnell has the votes. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. No four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Now, Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. The average family saves close to $1,000 a year. So let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. It's simple, it's fast, it's easy. Just go to puretalk.com slash and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You know, personal safety for you and your family is a year-round priority. If you have not developed a plan, put buying Burner, the less lethal pistol, at the top of your 2024 resolution list. Now, that's Burner. You spell it B-Y-R-N-A. Now, when you're looking for protection, you need a reliable tool that can send potential threats running in the opposite direction. Burner is the answer. Now, I personally own several Burner launchers. Now, they're legal in all 50 states, and Burner can ship their less lethal pistols and rifles directly to your door. As a responsible gun owner, guess what? You need to strategically rethink your approach on the use of force. We need to be smart by starting with less lethal and determining if we need to elevate our use of force to stop a particular threat. A burner is proudly American. It's manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner, B-Y-R-N-A.com slash Hannity right now. You'll get 10% off on your purchase. Now choose burner for peace of mind and the protection of you and your family. That's B-Y-R-N-A.com slash Hannity. All right, live free or die, America, the world on the brink. And in 42 days, you are the ultimate jury. Best election coverage available on your radio dial. 800 Sean is our number. So, uh, by the way, 40% off Amazon.com. If you haven't gotten a copy, it's you can now see how radicalized this 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 Democratic Party has become. There, there is nothing that will stop them in any way, you know, there was an article in the New York Post today. Democrats answer now to anything they dislike is increasingly burn it all down. You know, constitutional revolution, they say, is going mainstream. Lectures about political norms for the entirety of the Trump era. Uh, much of the left is now threatening a kneecap, an important institution of American government on a partisan vote and an act of ideological vengeance. Couldn't say it any better myself. Now, think about this. They want to stack the court. They want to get rid of the Electoral College. They want to create statehood for, for so they, they have a, a majority that is never-ending in perpetuity for the U.S. Senate. Uh, they're threatening to impeach the president. Why? Because he's fulfilling his constitutional duty. Impeach Bill Barr, the attorney general. I mean, this is what it's become. You know, now we have the extremists showing up at the homes of, of top GOP senators, Lindsey Graham and, and Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, we can impeach Trump every day of the week for anything he does. Is that the country? Is that what is that who you want in power next year? Because this is what is in play here. The most radicalized group of people, the most radical ticket ever. Let me uh, we're going to bring Judge Pirro in and get her take on all this. First, I want to play the Democrats. Yeah, they wanted uh, Merrick Garland. Uh, they wanted that vote 
in 2016. Whoopsie-daisy, hypocrisy on display. Remember, it's happened 29 times where presidents have appointed or named Supreme Court justices to fill a vacancy. And then, of course, Democrats threaten to use all of these tools to stall or nullify the president's Supreme Court nominee. This is his constitutional duty. Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself was against the idea of packing the court. And the president last night in Ohio slamming Biden for refusing to release the list of judges. Listen. The American people deserve a fully staffed Supreme Court of nine. The president nominates and then the Senate advises and consents or not, but they go forward with the process. The American people expect Judge Garland, the president's nominee, to be given a fair hearing and a timely vote in the Senate. The Senate should do their job. Every day that goes by without a ninth justice is another day the American people's business is not getting done. Biden was asked last night repeatedly if he wins the election, would he favor adding more justices to the Supreme Court? He would not answer that question. Where do you stand on that? This is long overdue court reform as far as I'm concerned. Nine seems to be a good number and it's been that way for, for a long time. I have heard that there are some people on the Democratic side who would like to increase the number of judges. I think that was a bad idea when President Franklin Delano Roosevelt tried to pack the court. They don't want to show the judges because the only ones that he can put in are far left radicals. And if he does something even toward left of center, which would be acceptable, I guess, we have no choice. If he did that, he would lose the left. So he's going to have to put in radicals. So he doesn't want to show who his judges are. All right. Joining us now with reaction to all of this, uh, Judge Jeanine Pirro. I mean, really, the New York Post, anything they don't like, they're going to burn down the system. They're going to stack the courts. They're going to get rid of the Electoral College. They're going to create statehood so they have a Senate majority in perpetuity. Uh, They will, you know, law, order, precedent none of this matters it's the biggest temper tantrum i've ever seen but it really comes down to a radicalized left wing in this country and by the way judge Pirro's new book is out don't lie to me and stop trying to steal our freedom ouch judge welcome back to the program amazon.com hannity.com bookstores everywhere as of today how are you uh terrific thank you is my book on hannity.com yes ma'am yes indeed (laughs) thank you you're Uh, very welcome uh, but let's talk. When, you when mean people, you, you see this for the way I see it? They're, they're trying to. You do this, we're going to burn the system down. That's what they're saying, basically. Yeah, that's what they're saying, and you need to believe them because they've they've started their hissy fit uh, the, the day that Donald Trump came down the uh, escalator in Trump Tower announcing he was running. And you know that's why I, I keep writing these books: Liars, Leakers, Resistance, Radicals, Resistance, and Revenge. Uh, and now, don't lie to me. The truth is that these individuals want to socialize this country. They want to make it a country where they keep us in our basements, open the borders, defund the police, and take our guns. Believe them when they say that. Even Kamala Harris, who's intent on running the Harris administration with Joe Biden, uh, says that their constitution doesn't prevent her from taking your guns. But you should believe them, Sean, because they're acting out in cities where this has all been planned out the so-called bail reform, which is nothing more than a euphemism for let them out, let them all out, 
uh, and then prosecutors funded by Democrat Socialists of America who don't believe in incarceration. They don't believe in prosecution or jail. This is a lot of pieces coming together. And this is a time that Republicans, conservatives, independents and Democrats need to recognize that if you believe in America as our founding fathers started it, and if you like the country that you're living in, you better vote for Donald Trump. Otherwise, it's all going left and it's going south without a doubt. You know, it's four years of nonstop rage, psychosis, hatred, the media, the mob, I call them, the Democratic Party. It's like Donald Trump lives in their head. And uh, the (laughs) facts are the facts. Twenty nine times we've had uh, Supreme Court uh, justices named in an election year Um, of the 19 times where you had a president of one party and the senator of the same party. Seventeen of those justices were confirmed. Uh, of the 10 times it was a president of one party and and the majority in the Senate was another party, only one in 10, and then two more in another case after the same party got back into power. So right. Right. it is it is. Look, we liberals want activists, justices. They want legislation from the bench. Conservatives appoint right. constitutionalists, originalists, as we call them, uh, that well, believe listen. in the strict interpretation of the of the Constitution, checks and balances, and co-equal branches of government. Look, Sean, when I was a judge, one of the reasons that I had, a, I was a Superior Court judge, and I had a long term. And I left after, I think it was just four years, because I was an activist, and I followed law and precedent, and it wasn't consistent with who I was. And so what you got now are the Democrats who are looking to the Supreme Court as another legislative branch of government. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you cannot take from her that she was a woman of great consequence. She really was. She's a woman to be admired. But she was also an activist judge. And the proof of that is in the fact that when she decided the Lily Ledbetter case and wrote the decision about fair pay, she then worked with Obama to get Congress to pass a law. That's backwards, folks. It's supposed to be that the Supreme Court rules on the law and precedent. They don't create a concept and then run to Congress and say, this is a great idea, pass a law. That's not what we want. The Supreme Court is there to review the laws and precedent. And what is happening now is the left is looking for people who can write new law on the Supreme Court. And I'm telling you, Sean, as sure as I'm talking to you, the president's going to nominate, as is his obligation under Article 2, Section 2, the Senate uh, will, he will, will advise and consent, and they will vote, and he will get a woman who was brilliant, a jurist that he will announce on Saturday, and she will be confirmed. Now, expect, if you think Kavanaugh was bad, you know, Katie, bar the door. This is going to be an all-out war. And the one thing that the candidate or the nominee needs to be ready for is full battle, full body armor on this one. Nothing can can take her away from this fight. She's got to get ready for everything but the kitchen sink being thrown at her. And I have to tell you, I like Amy Coney Barrett because she went back at Senator Dianne Feinstein, who said your religious dogma lives loudly within you, saying something to the effect that, you know, religious, political dogma, whatever, lives loudly within all of us, but has nothing to do with a court's decision. 
I think she is delicate in her in her in her wording, but very firm in her ideas. And I like the way she handled that. But it'll be a very interesting few days and few weeks. And as you do on your show, let me play this because I think this is a very vicious attack. Now, remember, you know, Nancy Pelosi likes to tout that she is a Catholic and I'm not going to question anybody's faith in God. To me, it's a personal thing, but 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 she's also very extremely pro-abortion and which goes against the church's teachings. But let me play what Dianne Feinstein said. Why is it that um, so many of us on this side have this very uncomfortable feeling that, you know, dogma and law are two different things? And I think whatever a religion is, it has its own dogma. The law is totally different. And I think in, in your case, uh, Professor, when you read your speeches, um, the conclusion one draws is that the dogma lives loudly within you. And that's of concern when you come to big issues that large numbers of people have fought for for years in this country. I, I, I mean, it's devastating. I cannot believe that she would think that somebody can't have a judicial philosophy, which many yeah. do, that is based on the law and the Constitution, and yet yeah. have private held, deeply held religious convictions and beliefs and be able to... You know- you know, separate the two. Look, judges do it all the time. And I think that they're going after Amy Coney Barrett, who to that question was directed uh, because of her religious belief. Look, you know, Sean, you know me. I mean, I'm a prosecutor at heart. It's in my DNA. And when I went to the bench, I understood my role. And when I had to dismiss a case involving kilos of cocaine because the Constitution Fourth Amendment was violated, it killed me. But I had to do it. I understood my role. But it was shortly after that when I said, I'm stepping off the bench. This is not for me. I'm an activist. And as a DA, I could be that activist. But, you know, judges recognize that there's a difference. And they respect it every day across this country. But what the left is looking for, and you can hear it in their questions, they're looking for someone who believes, as they do, in third-term abortions, uh, someone who believes that, uh, that, that if there is a social issue that they're concerned about, that they can uh, judicial, judicially make it into a law or a recognized concept within the within the courts. Judge Jeanine Pirro, my friend, my colleague from the Fox News Channel, new book out today, Don't Lie to Me and Stop Trying to Steal Our Freedom. Uh, Amazon.com, Hannity.com, bookstores everywhere as of today. I'll give you the last minute. It's all yours, Judge. Go ahead. And uh, number two is the, the bottom line to everything that's been going on since Donald Trump has become the president is that Donald Trump is there working for us and the left and some on the right can't stand it because he is not part of the game where one hand, you know, slaps the other and they high five each other and they wait for their turn. For once, we have a president who's working for the ordinary American. And I think that the lies that they're perpetuating from the left, whether it's about the pandemic or whether it's about these alleged so-called peaceful protesters, as well as all the lies about Russia collusion and a perfectly legitimate Ukraine call, as well as everything negative that they're saying about us, is something that you've got to be able to handle. There's footnotes in the book. You get in an argument, go to the footnotes. 
This is a country that is one of the greatest countries in the world, that this president took us to the greatest heights economically. We can go back to that, but we've got to put an end to the anarchy. To the I got to run, Judge, but listen, you're the best. Hannity.com, Amazon.com. Don't lie to me. Your brand new book, Judge. Thank you. When we come back, a very key, pivotal Senate race in Arizona. Senator Martha McSally will join us next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. No four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Now, Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. The average family saves close to $1,000 a year. So let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. It's simple, it's fast, it's easy. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You know, personal safety for you and your family is a year-round priority. If you have not developed a plan, put buying Burner, the less lethal pistol, at the top of your 2024 resolution list. Now, that's Burner. You spell it B-Y-R-N-A. Now, when you're looking for protection, you need a reliable tool that can send potential threats running in the opposite direction. Burner is the answer. Now, I personally own several Burner launchers. Now, they're legal in all 50 states, and Burner can ship their less lethal pistols and rifles directly to your door. As a responsible gun owner, guess what? You need to strategically rethink your approach on the use of force. We need to be smart by starting with less lethal and determining if we need to elevate our use of force to stop a particular threat. A burner is proudly American. It's manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner, B-Y-R-N-A.com slash Hannity right now. You'll get 10% off on your purchase. Now choose burner for peace of mind and the protection of you and your family. That's B-Y-R-N-A.com slash Hannity. All right, live free or die, America, the world on the brink, Amazon.com, uh, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Costco, Walmart, Target, all discounted, 40% off on Amazon.com. Uh, everything is on the line. This is the defining tipping point for the country. The state of Arizona, not the city, as Joe Biden calls it, the state of Arizona a ver- there, there are a number of very important Senate races. Cory Gardner's race in Colorado, critical uh, race. Tillis in North Carolina. 
Uh, critical race there. Um, we have other races, Purdue and Georgia, critical race there. Uh, Alabama, we got a very important race down in Alabama to get that seat back. Um, and why? You can see why. Look at where this radical Democratic Party is going. You know, look at the threats that exist if they don't get their way. It's happened 29 times where a president in an election year has made Supreme Court appointments. You would think Donald Trump was the only one ever. No. And the Democrats themselves, as we've been playing, well, they did it in 2016. Now, 19 of the times it happened to be the same party in the White House as was the majority in the Senate. 17 of those 19 justices were confirmed in the 10 cases in which the president was from one party and the Senate majority another party. Well, only one of the 10 uh, got the appointment. Now, two others after the election took place, but that was because based on the results, depending on the timing. Remember, Democrats now they are threatening to stack the court with more justices. They are threatening to get rid of the Electoral College. They are threatening D.C., Puerto Rico, Samoa statehood so they can have a perpetual in perpetuity. They want a majority in the U.S. Senate and tip the the balance of power in the country. A big, huge, massive, hypocritical temper tantrum. Uh, It's somewhat frightening, but that is now who, who this is now the most radical party, radicalized well, you, if you want to talk about a, a candidate, this is the, the most radical ticket of a major political party in the history of this country. In this race, Martha McSally of Arizona has got a tough race for reelection. If you're going to go out and vote for President Trump in Arizona, don't don't dump another liberal senator that's going to basically do the bidding of all things Chuck Schumer in the U.S. Senate. That would hurt the president who you want reelected. Martha McSally is a strong record of supporting conservative values and principles that are in sync with the people of Arizona, including securing the border, having a tough military, uh, appointing constitutionalists to the Supreme Court. She has a new ad out. Let's play it. I'm Martha McSally. At 12, I lost my dad. At 17, I became a survivor. And at 18, I was told girls can't be firefighters. Then I became the first woman to fly a fighter jet in combat and help lead the air war after 9-11. America faces serious challenges, but we will overcome them. I approve this message because if you want flashy, you've got a guy. But if you want a fighter, I'm your girl. All right. Joining us now, Arizona Senator Martha McSally. Uh, Senator, uh, always a tough race in Arizona, but we really need Arizona for the president. As you know, every time a Republican runs for president, you got to run. You got to sweep the table. You got to run the run the table on everything to win. And Arizona is a very critical part of all of this. Absolutely. Yes, Sean. Thanks for having me on. President Trump has to win Arizona. He's got 11 electoral college votes there that it's just got to have them. And for my race, we've got to hold Arizona to keep the Senate majority to stop the radical left. And on top of that, because my race is a special election and we plan on moving forward, I called moving forward in this uh, President Trump's Supreme Court nominee right away. Uh, we need to have those hearings and the Senate needs to vote. Uh, but whoever wins my race is seated probably uh, as early as November 30th. And so we can't let any weird stall tactics by the left now have this uh, impact uh, the Supreme Court now and going forward. So we're ground zero. We're neck and neck. 
Uh, we're dead heat right now, and we've got to make sure we hold this seat. My my opponent's hiding in a bunker, just like the other Democrats, trying to pretend, you know, they're not a Democrat and they're not uh, associated with the radical left. But a vote for my opponent is a vote for Chuck Schumer, which is a vote to fundamentally transform our country. And I put my life on the line for everything our country is about. And it's all on the line right now in the next 42 days. Well, I mean, that's that's what it really comes down to. Um, where is your opponent on the issues? Because I noticed like Joe Biden earlier today, yeah. uh, you know, Joe Biden wouldn't answer. He wouldn't give us the list that he promised right. and who he would point, appoint to the Supreme Court. I don't know why there's no transparency. Uh, he went yeah. silent on these Democratic plans to pack the court. Really, Joe? Is, uh, yeah. Now, from my perspective, is AOC pretty much telegraphed everything that's happened. Yeah, we'll vote for Joe. We don't really like Joe, but we know we can sh- control Joe and he'll do right. whatever we want him to do. That was a little scary to me. And yeah. is your opponent going to support uh, Chuck Schumer? I would bet he'll be 100 percent Schumer supporter. Of course he will be. He's Chuck Schumer's top recruit. Chuck Schumer is pouring tens of millions of dollars because Schumer thinks his path to power goes through Arizona. And that's why my opponent is hiding, because he knows that's out of step with Arizona values. In Arizona, we care about our Second Amendment rights. We care about the sanctity of life. We care about border security. We support law enforcement. Uh, They appreciate the tax cuts and the deregulation that we've done with President Trump. They care about constitutional judges. That's what I stand for. Uh, My opponent is, again, hiding. He's a Trojan horse. He won't even tell whether he's going to vote for Schumer or break the filibuster. Give me a break. This is about them just putting up slip slip TV ads, thinking that he can get coronated and buy the Senate seat. It's our job to stop him. Has he answered the question about stacking the Supreme Court? Has he answered the question about ending the legislative filibuster? Has he answered the question about eliminating the Electoral College? Or is he like Joe Biden hiding in a bunker? He's basically mostly hiding. Um, Media gives him a pass on everything. Uh, He finally was asked about a couple of those questions, and he basically refused to answer. The media, the liberal media, even called him vague. Basically, he wouldn't answer the question. And then yesterday, he refused to answer on packing the Supreme Court. He got hit for it, and then, of course, had a spokesman come out and say, oh, no, he's not going to be for it. I mean, this is ridiculous. We know what their agenda is. We know they were going to pack the court before what's happened in the last week. They're just now saying it overtly and now threatening it. So more people in America are aware of it. You know, they're aware of the risk of allowing the radical left to take over. And you you went through the whole list. They'll make D.C. a state. They'll get two more senators at least out of that. We'll never get the Senate back again. They'll get rid of the Electoral College. California and New York will decide who our president is. It's difficult to turn this around, and that's why we have to stop it in the next 42 days. You know, it's, I went through the history of all of this yesterday. Um, now, I went through the history, for example, of the 29 uh, times in election years yeah. that presidents have appointed Supreme Court justices. You know, I, I can't think of a, a similar instance the way, for example, Democrats treated Robert Bork and that women will be forced into back alley abortions and yeah. and they'll have to sit at segregated lunch counters. Um, I don't recall, uh, you know, we watch what happened with Clarence Thomas called the high tech lynching. We watched more recently what happened with Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, I don't recall even very left wing justices that are on the Supreme Court and the recently passed Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, very hard left. But they were given respect. I mean, you have Sotomayor, 6831. She was confirmed. Breyer, 87 to 9. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, 96 to 3. Kagan, 6337. 
And if you yeah. look at the filibustering of appellate nominees, the Democrats broke precedent. They were the first to do this when George W. Bush was president. And remember Miguel Estrada as an example. Uh, Dick Durbin said, oh, I, he's a Latino. He couldn't be allowed to reach the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals or else he'll become a candidate for the Supreme Court. They did it to Priscilla Owens and, and Janice Rogers Brown and Charles Pickering and William Pryor and so many others. And the violation of norms continued. You know, you, you had, for example, breaking the filibuster for appellate nominees. Well, that that was Harry Reid that did that in 2013. The Republicans did not do that. And now that that's the new rule, that's why Donald Trump has been able to get all these justices passed. So how do you see the people of Arizona? Tell us about the voting system in Arizona, because it's different in every state. I have it up on Hannity.com, an electoral map. Uh, When to register, when early voting starts, how do you do absentee voting? Where do you vote on Election Day? Who's running for the Senate if you have a Senate race? Who's your congressional candidate? What's the system in Arizona? So in Arizona, you can uh, get an early ballot uh, through the mail. The vast majority of people do. It's upwards of 75 percent. You have to ask for it, though. And so or you could be on the list where you do get it sent to you uh, each election, but it's uh, clarified, uh, you know, in short periods of time. So a lot of people do this. Uh, They get the ballot. They then can either put it back in the mail or they can drop it off at an early polling place. Early voting in person starts on October 7th, and you can also go vote on Election Day in person if that's your choice. Uh, We've built this over the last several decades, unlike some of these states who are trying to do this, you know, short at at the last minute, send a ballot to everybody who's on the voter rolls, no matter how accurate or inaccurate it is. For the voters who are listening in Arizona, if you're on the early voted list and you do get it in the mail, you can go chase your, trace your ballot on your county recorder's site to make sure they received it, make sure your signature has been matched, make sure your ballot has been counted. Uh, so it's important that you do chase it uh, after you send it back in or drop it back off to make sure it has been counted. And we got to be vigilant. We have observers and lawyers watching this whole process as it unfolds both before election day and in the counting that happens afterwards yeah look i mean there's a lot in play here a lot at stake here and you know i i look at for example arizona how many new miles of border wall have been built in the state the president now has built 300 miles of wall now if we recall the the democrats supported building a wall in the second term of obama but once donald trump wanted it they were dead set against it they wouldn't help the president yeah. the president had to you know find other means to reallocate funds from the defense department to get that done how many miles in arizona have been built uh well we're up to 300 total in the country and uh per, in arizona it's uh i'd have to get the final number but i was just down there last saturday watching the construction this one community we've got fifth generation ranchers who have never seen anything like this and it's a game changer for them and the border patrol agents uh they often had nothing or you know one of those normandy barriers you could just step over or put a ramp over uh we care about border security in arizona we've got the cartels trafficking through our communities it's a public safety issue it's a national security issue the opioids the illegal traffic and so i mean that our community welcomes the border wall welcomes border security promises made promises kept it's been an honor to work President Trump to bring border security to Arizona. I think your race is critical. I think it's crucial. Uh, Martha McSally, we appreciate you taking time to be with us. And we're going to follow the race in Arizona very, very closely on election night. And I hope, you know, the good people of Arizona, they're going to be voting for President Trump. Also, do not forget down ballot. That is you. You're next. And that means you're congressional candidates. 
so that we don't have to have another four years of never-ending impeachment that Pelosi is again promising. We can impeach him over anything we want, she said today. Uh, anyway, uh, Senator, thank you for being with us. Appreciate it. How can people get in touch with you, by the way? Uh, they can go to McSallyForSenate.com. You can contribute. You can sign up to volunteer. Look, the president's neck and neck. We're neck and neck. We need everybody to do everything we can to save our country. It's key. It's going to be a close race in Arizona. We need everybody, all hands on deck. Thank you, Senator. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. No four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Now, Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. The average family saves close to $1,000 a year. So let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. It's simple, it's fast, it's easy. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You know, personal safety for you and your family is a year-round priority. If you have not developed a plan, put buying Burner, the less lethal pistol, at the top of your 2024 resolution list. Now, that's Burner. You spell it B-Y-R-N-A. Now, when you're looking for protection, you need a reliable tool that can send potential threats running in the opposite direction. Burner is the answer. Now, I personally own several Burner launchers. Now, they're legal in all 50 states, and Burner can ship their less lethal pistols and rifles directly to your door. As a responsible gun owner, guess what? You need to strategically rethink your approach on the use of force. We need to be smart by starting with less lethal and determining if we need to elevate our use of force to stop a particular threat. A burner is proudly American. It's manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner, B-Y-R-N-A.com slash Hannity right now. You'll get 10% off on your purchase. Now choose burner for peace of mind and the protection of you and your family. That's B-Y-R-N-A.com slash Hannity. All right, News Roundup Information Overload Hour coming up next. Let's uh, get a quick call in here while we can. John in Florida, next on the Sean Hannity Show. Boy, do we need Florida in 42 days, sir. How are you? Glad you called. 
hey, but there's Trump signs everywhere, and we are just hoping and praying that uh, this guy gets in again. We love him. <laughs> well, Sean, th- listen, uh, we know Florida is notoriously close. You know, it could be the difference of 527 votes or, or 537, whatever the number was, or less. Hanging, swinging, dimple, pimple, chads. We've been there. Don't want to go there again. Well, I know it's anecdotal, but if it's any consolation right here in the Orlando area, about every other day we see a congregation of Trump people standing on the corner, we're honking our horns and they're waving signs. It's it's great to see, and I hope it. I hope, I hope that's statewide. <laughs> yeah, listen. But, uh, there's only one. Look, if everybody just can listen to this for me, this is an all hands on deck moment to save our great republic. Reagan said that freedom is only one generation away from extinction. Now, when you think of all the blood and sacrifice and lives lost and limbs lost for the cause of liberty and freedom, so we can have the greatest wealth-creating system on Earth, capitalism, risk, reward, invention, innovation, opportunity, all of it, every major issue you can think of, the left is on the wrong side of that issue. So if you don't have the urgency that you need, you will get the government you deserve. I'm one vote. I'm one voice. But it's it's everybody. We are all spokes in a wheel. If everybody does their part, we'll win. If you don't, you're going to get the government. Sadly, you deserve and it's not going to be pretty. That I can promise you. All right. We're counting on you, John. Thank you. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. The mob, the media. Donald Trump saying, I've done more in 47 months than Biden has done in 47 years. We'll get to that and much more. Final hour, free for all. Hannity, 9 Eastern tonight on the Fox News Channel. Hope you'll join us. Quick break. Right back. We'll continue. All right. Live free or die. America, the world on the brink. 40% off Amazon.com. You can get a link at Hannity.com. Bookstores everywhere. It's good discount, by the way, which I always like saving money. I'm a smelly Walmart shopper, Trump supporter. Uh, All right, 42 days. You are the ultimate jury. News roundup and information overload hour uh, on the program. All right, so Biden yesterday talking to someone off camera during an interview. He keeps getting more bizarre. I lost that line. Listen to this. You are going to freeze deportations? Freeze deportations for the first 100 days. And then and only people will be deported are people who committed a felony while here. That's number one. I, okay, I lost that. Line. Yeah, well, it's, but that's good because we could we could talk to you and I on that. Okay, uh, but but it's <laughs> but but th- th- think about. I lost that line. What the hell does that mean? And this was a media interview. Then he botched the pledge of allegiance. By the way, not the first time. Never mind the fact that you know we hold these truths to be self-evident. All men are created equal, endowed by the. Oh, we hold these truths to be yeah, self-evident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All thing. men and women created by oh, go, you know the you know oh, the you thing. know the thing. God, the creator of everything. Well, he botched the pledge again. Listen. I don't pledge allegiance to red states of America or blue states of America. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. One nation. Indivisible under God for real. Okay. Good job, Joe. Yeah. Great. You even got in God, which they kind of took out during the DNC. President was on uh, Fox and Friends yesterday. I've done more in 47 months than Biden has done in 47 years, which is true. The only thing Biden has done is talk. I can't. We've sent people. We sent Lawrence Jones on the street as our 2020 correspondent on the ground. And he can't find. Well, he seems nice and he smiles. I mean, that uh, he was vice president once. What did he do for we the people? Anyway, here's the president. Uh, I think he's a professional. I don't know if he's all there. But I think he's a professional. I have to assume that he's a professional. 
and that he can debate. I don't understand what's going on. He doesn't seem to be answering questions, and he can't answer questions. And much worse, a little while ago, when he was on the stage with the Democrats, he couldn't do well. He did okay with Bernie. It was sort of a tie. It was nothing great. Because he's been there 47 years he's been in the public service. Yep. It's a long time. But the one thing I'd also say is he's been there a long time. Why hasn't he done all the stuff that he said he's going to do? You know, he says, oh, gee, I wish we did this or I wish we did that. I've done more in 47 months than he's done in 47 years. That's just true. Anyway, here to weigh in on that, Joe Concha, uh, commentator, opinion columnist for The Hill, Mark Simone. He's the host on our New York affiliate, uh, WOR. And, you know, you just... You look at the two candidates, and I look at the polls, I'm like, okay, please tell me these polls aren't correct, Mark Simone. Well, you could make the case that Trump has done more in 47 days than uh, Biden's done. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, actually. <laughs> Middle Good East point. peace agreements? I mean, uh, this is elder abuse. Uh, <laughs> you know, the Democratic Party was always the young, dynamic uh, John F. Kennedy, Bill Clinton. Now the Democratic Party's a, a nursing home. The last candidate, remember... 2016, she's coughing, passing out in the street. This guy's going to the rally on a stretcher, leaving in an ambulance. I mean, well, I don't know what's going on here. I think his debate prep, he's doing these longer events now. He's practicing standing up for two hours and being able to talk. Uh, you know, if he's got a record, I don't know how he's going to defend it. His, his only skill was making speeches and doing interviews, and now he's lost that skill. He doesn't even have that anymore. He wouldn't even answer the question if he plans on stacking the court, Joe Concha. He wouldn't answer the question. He had originally promised he would give a list of names. He said it would be an African-American, qualified people for the Supreme Court. Uh, now he's saying he's not going to do either. I'm not going to comment on whether I'll stack the court. What? Why not? You don't answer. He's answered next to no questions the whole time. It's amazing, Sean. I've never seen somebody campaign for the highest office in the land while pleading the fifth, right? It won't answer any questions to your point. It's true. And look, he's taken a knee in the third quarter of a four-quarter game, and he does himself no favors with the debates. You know, what are we at now, almost 10 days away? It's like going into a heavyweight fight without training or sparring. And Mike Tyson had a great line once when this was Tyson before he got beat by Douglas, when no one thought he could get beat, where somebody said, hey, this boxer is going to fight you. He says he has a plan. He says he knows how to beat you. And Tyson says, yeah, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And when he does this debate in 10 days, he's going to hear questions he's never heard before, Joe Biden. And he's not going to handle them all because we've seen what happens when he does get a question he doesn't like. He gets defensive. He gets angry. He gets Incoherent. Right. And that won't play well in terms of being nice guy Joe Biden. Suddenly, when he's challenged on anything and he hasn't been challenged yet, it's not going to go well, I'm telling you. I have one strategy that I'm going to keep to myself. Uh, really? Because I do. I well, do. Share it with me and Mark. No one else is listening. Yeah, nobody yeah. else. It's sort of like, remember, Connie Chung was asking Newt's mom, just between you and me. And like, you know, 10 million people that are watching. And she fell uh, for it. Didn't she call him the B word? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that was not a good moment for Newt's mom back in the day. Uh, <laughs> you know, all right. So, look, I mean, Joe has proven in these other debates, even when Kamala Harris pounded him in the debate about I was that little girl and pounded him over his you know, praise of the former Klansman, Robert Byrd, pounded him over working with the former Klansman uh, to prevent integration of schools. Could you imagine if Donald Trump did any of this, uh, Mark Simone, and, and didn't want his kids going to public schools that he described as racial jungles? Yeah, he's got to explain a lot of stuff. Hey, this plan of uh, putting housing projects in the suburbs, most people aren't aware of that. 
that Biden-Obama plan, when they start to hear about that in the debate, I don't know how he defends that. He, it was Biden-Obama that built those cages and put those kids in there. He's got to defend that kind of stuff. He's got, he hasn't really explained Hunter yet. Hey, Hunter did more in 47 years than Biden did. Hunter's run an oil company, a hedge fund. He has never really fully answered this, and he's going to get pinned down on it. And I don't know what he's going to how he's ever going to explain all that. I mean, is he going to get pinned down by the moderators? And I know Chris Wallace is doing the first debate. And, and I thought Chris did the best debate in the last round of of debates in 2016. I thought he did the best job. And he's known for asking everybody tough questions. Is he going to go in and ask those questions? Joe uh, Concha. No, but, you know, again, we have to look for consistency, right? And as you said, 2016, people at Hate Fox said, yeah, Chris Wallace did a good job. And, and that's why he's back here. And I think some people get angry with Chris because they think, well, you know, he isn't somebody who is a partisan for the president. And that, that's correct. He, he said once recently, and I thought it was a good line, he said, you know, uh, I get complimented for being fair. Uh, that used to be the minimum requirement for keeping your job. Now it's like an anomaly, right? So, yeah, I, I think Chris Wallace will keep it policy-based, right, and out of the noise in terms of all the, 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 the social justice stuff. Obviously, that'll come up to a certain extent. But, but overall, I think that, that Joe Biden and Donald Trump, that is everything, the first debate. You can look at the second and the third, that's fine. But usually the first kind of sets the tone. And I think in this case, you're going to have 80, 90 million people watching. I think it was 85 million watched Trump and Hillary. And for many, it'll be the first time they see Joe Biden even talking or performing. Because again, today, he doesn't have any campaign events or isn't taking any questions from the press six weeks before an election with the Supreme Court thing going on, by the way. Uh, and Mitt Romney, obviously, uh, is saying that he will vote. That's a pretty big deal. You probably want to be out there defining yourself. Joe Biden isn't doing that. And I'm telling you, the Supreme Court nominee and the hearings. I hope that uh, they do have hearings. Democrats will show who they are like they did with Kavanaugh. And I think in a close election, that'll be enough to tip the scales to the president. Son. Look, I don't think there's any way you can have hearings, uh, Mark Simone. I think that's just part of the process. But, you know, Democrats are they're promising it. There was a great piece of the New York Post today about, yeah, the, the Democrats answer to anything they don't like is to burn it all down. And well, that's stacking the courts and edge, ending the legislative filibuster and eliminating the Electoral College, uh, impeaching the president and impeaching Barr and the arrows in the quiver comment um, and everything else that they're threatening to do. Oh, and statehood for D.C. and Puerto Rico. Yeah. Problem with hearings, though, I don't know what they do with the, the racist uh, playbook. Uh, she's got two kids who are black that she's adopted. Uh, that's not going to work. Uh, she's Catholic. She believes Catholic. in God and Jesus and and expresses her faith. Uh, that that I mean, do you remember the line of Diane Feinstein? Yeah. But Biden desperately needs the Catholic vote. They can't go anti-Catholic. They can bring up that uh, Roe v. Wade's in danger, but they've, they've been using that old, stale argument for 50 years. It's never, ever applied. So they have no shot against her. I don't think they have a shot against her either, but it doesn't mean they're not going to be vicious. I mean, I would expect that. Now, I don't question Nancy Pelosi's faith. Uh, I know she's she's at odds with the Catholic Church on the issue of abortion. That's her. I'm not I'm not getting into anybody's private religious views, Joe Conscious. None of my business. Yeah, Joe Biden, um, same thing, right? Deep Catholic, and but yet he's he's now pro-choice. But that's a great that point really too. Is, yeah, that's another good point. A big, big, a big deal, no question. But again, it, it, it's Democrats already look bad in this whole situation because you can't be against a Supreme Court nominee and say, well, we got to honor traditions and norms of the past, all while saying we need to 
blow up the Electoral College and the filibuster after the election while adding Puerto Rico and D.C. as states. Uh, yeah, I think norms and traditions went out the window, uh, particularly after the Brett Kavanaugh uh, hearings. And I think that's why Lindsey Graham has changed his mind from 2016, because after that, all bets are off. And Democrats, if they were put in the same situation right now, if they had to nominate somebody, of course they would go ahead and do it. I mean, that's not a question. Well, it's happened 29 times. But again, this is not stuff, Mark, that gets you know, even talked about in the media. It's people like us that do it. Hey, you know this is going to go very well when you see Mitt Romney jump on board. <laughs> that is the canary in the coal mine. <laughs> if, he, if he's grabbing onto Trump's coattails, he knows something. And uh, the, uh, Democrats have to, after this election, when they lose, just start to rethink everything. Stop with all these tactics. On. Just find a good candidate. Find an issue. That, and try that next time. That's the yeah. only thing that works. All right. Now, I've I've gone over exhaustively the positions of Amy Coney uh, Barrett, uh, her positions and Barbara LaGoya, who's who is an, on the 11th Circuit, um, less experienced, but uh, she would be the first uh, Cuban-American to ever be on the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, not that I think that that should be the litmus test for anybody or anything. Uh, is there anything you see you either one of you on the issue of what might stand out. I, I've got to imagine they're going to try and frame this as Roe v. Wade. But, you know, Amy Barrett, for example, said, yeah, it's pretty unlikely that the court will ever overturn Roe v. Wade as curbed by Planned Parenthood, the, the Casey case. And the fundamental element, the woman has a right to choose an abortion, will, pro- will probably stand. And, you know, has been very, very outspoken about, yeah, that, that's just pretty much established law at this point. Uh, the other thing about Amy Coney Barrett, besides all that, she just is the suburban housewife, uh, soccer mom, a working, uh, incredible career. Uh, and they keep saying Trump needs to appeal more to suburban women, and she will do that. She's got a lot going for her. that Roe v. Wade argument. Uh, President Trump will just say, you've been using that for 50 years. It stopped using it. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Everybody thinks, and I guess maybe it's the mob and the media, Joe, that, that Roe v. Wade somehow is means there'll be no more abortion. Right, it just goes back to the states, right? And again, it's not like this has become such a, a staunchly pro-life uh, country. I, I look at Gallup and their most recent poll on it. It's 48% are pro-choice, 48%, 46%, excuse me, pro-life. In other words, that's a dead heat. Uh, so in terms of this somehow being an issue, if it comes up during the nomination process, it, it's not going to move the needle either way because the country is pretty much exactly split on the issue. And no one really believes, uh, to your point, that the Supreme Court's going to overrule uh, Roe versus weight and it's not a big topic like maybe it would go, this from the 1996 election this would be a big topic but it's not now clearly I, I i don't see a single state that would eliminate abortion there might be some restrictions but you're always going to have your new york and california's of the of the country uh mark simone joe concha thank you both 800 sean we'll just take calls final half hour of the show today uh steve pennsylvania boy do we need your state of pennsylvania in 42 days and joe did say a number of times he'd end fracking in case people in pennsylvania are listening What's going on, Joe? Uh, what's sorry, Steve? What's going on? How are you? Uh, hey, Sean. I'll tell you. I'm. Uh, my wife and I are getting ready to go to the Trump rally right now, uh, right outside of Pittsburgh. It's a pretty crazy scene, but that's actually not why I called, Sean. I wanted to give you a little update from that silent majority here in southwestern Pennsylvania. A couple of weeks ago, my wife and three kids and I we live in a 
you know, suburban middle-class community in Washington County. We were the only house in a neighborhood of, you know, about 50, 60 homes that had a, a sign, a Trump sign. So a couple of days later, Sean, my wife and I came out. It was gone. And some of our neighbors said, hey, you know, did you guys take your Trump sign down? And we said, no. I mean, it was, it was gone, Sean. Somebody stole it. So now I can report to you that my neighbors kind of were like, I always had enough of this. We have seven homes in our neighborhood now with a Trump sign or a flag. And four years ago, Sean, we were the only house that had a Trump sign in the last election. And I, I'm just telling you right now, southwestern Pennsylvania, this silent majority, we're not that silent anymore, Sean. We want to peacefully and publicly support this president. And, and we love President Trump. But more importantly, Sean, we love America. So thank you for everything you know you do for this country. And I just wanted to let you know that it, it's making a difference. We, we need Pennsylvania so bad. Your state could be make or break. It is That's how important Pennsylvania is. It's a pleasure to hear that. Please, anything and everything anyone in Pennsylvania can do, Wisconsin can do, Ohio can do, uh, North Carolina, Florida can do. We need you. Arizona. Uh, thank you, my friend. All right. Straight to the phones. Final half hour. Say DVR, Hannity, 9 Eastern tonight. Fox News, best election coverage on your radio and television dial. It's the Sean Hannity Show. If you had any doubts about the Democrats... I just go back to where we started the show today. You know, their answer to anything is, well, we're going to burn it all down. We're going to, yeah, really? You're going to vote? Even though it's happened 29 times before, even though we advocated it for it four years ago, uh, just hypocrites. Uh, We're going to stack the courts. Joe Biden won't even say he won't do it because he will do it. You have to assume he'll do it. He's going to do AOC telegraph. He'll do whatever the, 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 the hardcore left that is the Democratic Radical Socialist Party tells him to do. Now they're going to end the legislative filibuster. All rules are going to be changed if, God forbid, they get power. They'll eliminate the Electoral College. Now, D.C. statehood, Puerto Rico statehood, Samoa statehood. What now, Nancy Pelosi, how many more times is she going to talk about impeaching the president? We have the right... We can impeach him uh, every day of the week for anything he does. I'm going to press you one more time. What is your power to do this? I get the election, but you have you can get up more. You can speak out more. You can do more uh, impeachments, things like that. Do you have enough power? Well, we can impeach him every day of the week for anything he does. In fact, for 200,000 people dying. Well, because, look, the American people want to know what we're doing that affects them directly. We can impeach him every day of the week for anything he does. Oh, I'm sure that is exactly what our framers and our founders had in mind. They don't like there if they don't like the decision. Now, I'll tell you the danger in all of this is, you know, they, they are, you know, McConnell warning of all the dirty tricks that Schumer's going to play. Um, this is how sick it's gotten. Frankly, it's dangerous. Just like, you know, the encouraging of of the violence, not condemning the violence, supporting the defund effort. Police become the enemy. Um, It's really, you know, you you talk about extremism, radicalism. That is your party. That is the modern Democratic Socialist Party. All right. To the phones we go, as promised, Mark in Florida. Boy, do we need Florida in 42 days. Mark, I'm counting on you to carry the state. Can you handle that for me? No problem, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. Quick question on the vote for the Supreme Court nominee. If Mikowski and Collins just vote present, correct, does that lower the threshold for the number of votes needed? 
And my second quick question is, is anybody going to check Joe Biden before the debate to make sure he doesn't have an earpiece with somebody feeding a man? Oh, jeez. What is he? We're going to have conspiracy theories. Did he have a chip implanted in his ear? Uh, no, no, I don't think there'll be any such check. Um, I'd love to I'd love to know how many Red Bulls or or cups of coffee they're going to jack him up with for the debate. But. Uh, Look, Joe Biden, you know, he's proven he can survive these debates. Um, We saw the town hall was fluffy. Um, I don't I don't think the president should be counting on any moderator to throw to to ask quite hard questions of Joe. And I think he'll have the opportunity to do that himself. And I don't think there's anybody that's better suited to go up against him. There's going to be three debates. And I I just whether or not the Democrats and the media want to acknowledge a simple, obvious truth. Joe is in a cognitive decline. Joe is weak and Joe is frail. I said the other night on TV, I said, oh, I'm going to get killed for saying this. And I don't know if I did or didn't. Linda can weigh in. You you read this crap. You and sweet baby James read it. Um, When I said I'm almost to the point, I feel sorry for the guy. It's 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 like it's weekend at Bernie's. It's so bad. They're propping him up so much. And to ignore what is so obvious to everybody. There's no there's no place. Mark, I don't go and I don't get asked about what is up with Biden. What the hell is going on? And the answer is obvious. I I mean, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I I actually think the problem is that everyone knows what's going on. And I personally think that they didn't want to put up a stronger candidate because they know that America is happy with Donald Trump and everybody in the regular world that doesn't have time to riot and protest and burn things down, you know, on the taxpayer's dime is at work. And they just want to do three things, which is protect their kids, put a roof over their heads, put food on the table. I want to remind you, you are I have a very different philosophy about elections because I just I'm a numbers guy and I look Mm -hmm. at numbers and I look at how hard it is mathematically for a Republican. When you start out without New York, New Jersey, Illinois, uh, Oregon, Washington and California, Mm -hmm. you got a lot of ground to make up for a Republican to win. You have to run the table. You've got to win Florida. We all know Florida is always hard. You've got to win Georgia. You've got to win North Carolina. Those states have shown signs of, you know, political shifts in, in recent years. That they, they make me a little nervous. No Republican has ever become president without Ohio. Uh, you've, you've got to win Iowa. I really need Arizona in the win column. Uh, and right now, it's about two down for the president based on the polling. If you believe polls or not, doesn't matter. That's what it says. I'd like to see. Then then you got to pick off these other states, Pennsylvania. You got to look to New Mexico and Nevada, New Hampshire, and Nebraska Congressional District 2, Maine Congressional District 2, Wisconsin, um, Michigan, and Minnesota. Hard states for Republicans to win. It's hard. You are more confident than I am. You, you were confident in 2016. I just knew the president could win. Then candidate Trump. I knew he could win. I knew there was a path. I actually had a different path outlined for him. I thought there was a better shot in Colorado, to be honest. But see, um, here's the thing that you're not taking into account that, that I am. You know, Katie and I, every day we sit in that studio and we talk to America. They call you, in. You talk. We talk to them and we are getting phone calls from 
Washington, from California, from Delaware, from Pennsylvania. I stop right and, there. Before you get to Pennsylvania, every one of those states, Donald Trump's not going to win. I'll bet you, you know any amount of money. So here, let's make a little wager, right? Okay. So California, California. Oregon, Washington, these are places that are under siege, under democratic rule. They have governors that are willing to turn off their water and their electricity if they think that they're going out too far on a limb against their regulations. And to say that they're suppressing civil liberties is an understatement. And I believe that there are a lot of Democrats who are sitting at home smiling and nodding just because they don't want to get into it. A lot of people are not, they're not confrontational like you and me. They don't want to argue. They just want to go along. Look, I, when they I, get, I, wait, I, wait, wait, when they get in there and they pull that lever, they are going okay, to vote so Trump. You're, you want to bet me that Donald Trump's going to win California, Oregon, and Washington. Do you really want me to take your money? Because he's not going to win those states. I don't know that he'll win them, but I do not believe that they I, are a won't landslide be within for Biden. single digits in California. I don't know. I mean, they could steal it. Well, they get, listen, I've, you know, Kevin McCarthy is saying they're going to be counting a vote up to 16 days after Election Day in California. Oh, I mean, the, the recount for this? Oh, oh man, it's going to make the hanging chads look like nothing. Uh, I hope not. Dimple, you know, pimple, uh, what I would rather we have happen, Ugh. and this is where I call it an all hands on deck moment. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the country, you've got to understand if you're in any of the states I mentioned. You know, mm-hmm. you got it. I use the urgency analogy of being on your own 20, two minutes to go in the game, no timeouts, march down the field, 80 yards, cross the plane, kick the extra point. That's what you need to do to win. You don't understand a word of that because you don't know what football is. That's correct. Um, so, but the point is, you got, if everybody does their part with urgency, you have to have a, listen, when they're talking about stacking the courts, ending the legislative filibuster in the Senate, they're talking about eliminating the Electoral College. Let me tell you what's going to happen. We'll be the divided states of America if they try to get rid of the Electoral College. They want statehood so that they would have a majority in the Senate in perpetuity. They're talking about Nancy Pelosi. We can impeach Trump every day of the week for anything he does. Impeach Barr. We have a lot of arrows in the quiver. Um, there, but Sean, can I interrupt is, for one minute? There's something that you say, and I don't think it gets enough attention. And we've talked yeah. about it quite a bit through Live Free or Die and and other people who are writing these great books right now, like the judge that was on today. Really just, we need our audience to think of one main thing, which is these people have all been in office for more than 100 years combined. They have done nothing for the American voter. Not a thing. The president is right. He's done more in 47 months mm-hmm. than Biden has done in 47 years. Mm-hmm. And I defy anybody that wants to call this program and tell me his great accomplishment right. in this as defined as exactly. how has he improved the lives of the American people? Exactly. I go through where my were, list. Where were you on 9-11 2012 when our soldiers were dying, when our civilians that were working in the annex died in Benghazi? Where At were this you? point, what difference does it make, Hillary right. said? But, but Biden is the person we're talking about. We knew Hillary was a horrible human being. We knew it. But Joe Biden, whose, whose son, God rest his soul, served in the military, how could you let a fellow military person, knowing that your child served as well, Die and do nothing. You you were on. How the could clock you give then. Mullahs in Iran 150 billion? Look, right. 
So exactly. you were optimistic, and you had no doubts in 2016. You did. I, I just. I have... had one doubt, but once that doubt went was done, I was like, "That's it. We For can me, do anything." I, 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 I. Until I hear the words, and I hope I hear them. I hope the mob and the media has to choke on them. That mm-hmm. we can now project Donald J. Trump has been elected, reelected, the 45th president of the United States. I will be there, and you know what I do on election nights. Nobody's mm-hmm. allowed near me on election night. That's correct. I will have because I don't have a computer, but I will set up a war room with five at least computers in front of me. And And I have a list of people that I will be communicating with that understand where Cuyahoga County and Hamilton County is that understand. You know, correct. Correct. And I will Mm -hmm. be looking at corners and I'll be using software that, you know, look, I I was the one that first told the president he won last the last time I called him up on a cell. I said, Mr. President, congratulations. <laughs> now, I called them after the exit polls came out, and I said, don't pay attention to them. Somebody, they're drawing yeah. straws right now, and somebody's going to mm-hmm. walk in and t- give you very bad news. And he handled mm-hmm. it really well. He was like, mm-hmm. okay. Well, I said, you didn't win a state, according to the exit polls. Then I told him the Dick Cheney called to this radio program on Election Day 2004, mm-hmm. where, it, where John Kerry exit polls showed he was president. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another thing. If you're out in Arizona, you can't pay attention to Nevada, New Mexico. Don't pay attention to exit polls. You can't. Yeah, everybody needs to go out. Your vote Just counts. do it. Just period. You, you're locked in. You're going to vote now. It's your civic I, duty. I am not Just against voting early if, if that's if that's more convenient for you. But make mm-hmm. sure you double check that your vote was counted. Mm-hmm. And there are ways that you can do that. And and remind your friends and family who think that Biden Harris are great. Just remind them something. of all the things that they haven't done. And that the things that they are doing are terrible and that they have a record of just talking a lot. Obama was a fantastic speech giver. That is what he did. He was a great orator. End of story. That's where it started and ended. He did. Nothing. All right. I got to uh, I got to end. Oh, this here. Ethan is telling me National Voter Registration Day is today. There you go. Now we have an interactive map on Hannity.com. It's just information. How to register to vote in your state. When the deadline is. How to. When does early voting start in your state? Has has early voting started? What about if you want to vote absentee this year? How do you do it? How do you get get your ballot that you request? And Sean, maybe today, maybe right now is a good time to throw to some Biden audio. You know, maybe we need to remind the audience just how unbelievable this Yeah, do you want this guy as your president? Hit it. We, the people, we hold these truths, etc. Sounds corny, but it's real. Because now you say, by the way, are you going to stick with the president on the following president, the last guy on this issue? I, what I propose is, is it can be done. I think we're in a position to, to really make it happen. And my team and your team are already working closely together in light, to light up the path forward here. Critical laws like the PRO Act to strengthen collective bargaining. On politics like prevailing and pro- look. I guess I'm, I'm getting I'm, I'm t- taking too much time, but, you know, back in the, in the spring, late fall, early, I mean, late spring, late winter, early fall, early. Anyway, you know what I mean? So we can chip in and support those who listen to this, chip in and support our campaign. Text Joe two three. Excuse me. I got to get this right. At the medical school, or not, I guess I wasn't actually on the campus, but the people from the medical school were at the, I, I want to be clear, I'm not going nuts, I'm not sure whether it's a medical school or where the hell I spoke. I'm sorry, who was I supposed to go to next, anybody? He's saying that it was President, my law 
much. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity, 9 Eastern tonight. Fox News, Lawrence Jones, our 2020 correspondent outside the Trump rally taking place tonight. Uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn will join us. Also, Senator Tom Cotton, Leo Terrell, Jordan Seculo, Pam Bondi, uh, Franklin Graham, Dave Rubin, and Sarah Sanders. 9 Eastern, please set your DVR. We'll see you tonight at 9. This election will be in your hands. We'll see you tonight at 9. Back here tomorrow. As always, thank you for being with us. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. The world is becoming more and more unstable by the day, and many Americans are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver, and they're turning to the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. Right now, GoldCo is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com. Born on America's darkest day, 9-11-01, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They have been helping American heroes ever since. Now, when a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children, they're left behind. Old Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home, and they lift that financial burden. Now, for catastrophically injured vets and first responders, Old Tunnel to Towers, they build mortgage-free smart homes, and that enables severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And through their foundation's Homeless Veterans Program, Old Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and needed services to homeless vets. More than 3,000 helped in 2023 alone. And, of course, the foundation's 9-11 Institute is helping teachers educate kids about our darkest day in this country. We hope you'll join all of us here at The Hannity Show and join their mission to do good and never forget 9-11 and these sacrifices. They're asking all of us to commit 11 bucks a month so this great work continues. It's the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org.